Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. Your host for today, Ivan Pineda, Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Let's start the show. Welcome to a very special edition of a very late edition of the podcast. We got uh, we got everyone here today. We even got uh, to manage to get Mr. Dylan himself. And as you guys can hear in the background, our beloved AJ is having quite the discussion. Oh, hell yeah. uh, so, gentlemen, <laughs> how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great tonight. This is... Uh... It's been, it's been such an eventful year, uh, eventful day. Uh, AJ, you look pretty nice with your little rebel shirt on. Was that your mom in the background? Yeah, it was my mom in the background. Hi, mom. <laughs> hi, hi, AJ's mom. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. AJ did not get, let us get the full response there, but uh, nice to hear that you guys are all here. My beloved cowboy, how are you? I'm doing okay, man. I'm just uh, waiting for the riots to break out. I know, right? Well, any minute now, I'm sure either America is going to go into quite the panic frenzy or we're just going to continue to party throughout the rest now of we're gonna the year. Party. We'll see what's up in the air. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be fun. We're going to talk. Just We're just going to talk. And uh, first stuff on the table is I want to ask you guys a very, very peculiar question. No one would expect what I'm about to ask any of you, but it just came to my mind and I thought, you know what, I guess it's a very good place to start. Sets kind of the table as to where we're all at. And I'd want to ask each and every one of you, as far as the start of the new year in regards to 2020, I'm sure all of us had set kind of goals and places we wanted to be. What do you guys from what you guys had in mind at the beginning of 2020 to where we are now, just about a month and a half away from ending the year. Have you guys reached any of your new year's resolutions or did you guys even imagine yourselves in this, not even thinking about a pandemic, but in a personal level, are you guys where you guys exactly wanted to be from when the start of the year was? Who goes first? <laughs> I'll go first. I'll say no because I thought we'd be on through the end by now. But well, I mean, oh wait, about oh, through oh, the yeah. in yeah. a sense. Oh uh, yeah, there is an that. opening now. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, there wait, is wait. an opening. I mean, right? Nico has left. Yes, and uh, so I think now it's up in the air. We'll see what Tudena does. But it would oh, be nice for them to do something with the English community. I thought you were talking about the other thing. Oh, no, we can't talk about the other things just yet. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. So, AJ, how about you, buddy? Um, I have really no clue, to be honest, because everything that's happened, I would not have expected it. Like, I would not have expected myself to be on a podcast to begin with, with you guys. So, there's that. Um, uh, so, I mean, I could, guess I could just say no. So. Okay, okay. Interesting. Dylan. I have a follow-up for every single one of you guys afterwards. Okay. Um, I, I usually don't set uh, New Year's resolution goals myself. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, in all honesty, I think about them, but I just never pursue them because I just kind of found a sense that I won't do it anyways. Um, I did to some extent. I, I actually did to some extent for one. I kind of wanted to read more and, 
And uh, I kind of, when I meant read more, I meant books, but I've actually just been reading a lot of other different stuff in terms of like um, articles. I've uh, been doing some some research here and there. So I guess in some sense, I have been reading a little bit more. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really say nothing. Um, as far as uh, being here where I am right now, I know you kind of said don't look at the pandemic, but I kind of am because, you know, I started my journalism career off uh, you know, three, like three months before it even hits and I'm already getting into it. And then I'm getting into protests, you know, that happened here in Midland. And, um, uh, obviously the president coming to the Permian Basin too. So, I mean, that's something I didn't expect to, to cover. So, uh, it's been a roller coaster of a ride so far. I think it's fair to say that for all our lives, it's been a real roller coaster. Whether you're on this podcast or whether you're just listening to this, I think it's a matter of just, trying to deal with it cope with i mean aj is a perfect example i think aj had no idea he would even be on this podcast right now talking to us um and it's just the crazy ventures of life right where they take you and in different paths and everything um on a personal note i do think that um i i don't necessarily feel like i reached where i wanted to be but i do think that surprisingly enough life has found a way to make things a little bit just a lot different that you still are happy with the outcome. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, I think you just, I think you just got to take it day by day and mm-hmm. uh, we see where we are right now, but are you guys content or do you guys think that there w- could have been more done? There definitely could have been more done. Uh, but I, I just want to touch back on what Dylan said, um, how we, we, me and him kind of agreed how we don't make any like new year's resolutions. I think now more than ever, I'm not going to make them anymore. Uh, only because, <laughs> only, only because in the sense that this year has taught us that we can't expect, you know, things to go our way. You know, we can, we can plan it out. We can say, yeah, okay, by this time I'll try to reach this and this and this and this and that. But there's always unexpected, you know, curveballs thrown at you. And like you said, Ivan, I think you just got to take everything day by day and hope, pray to God that what you had set for that year or for that month, for that week goes at least 90% of your way. Because honestly, with this world and how it's everything's been going, it's kind of hard to kind of achieve everything now. I think it, I think if you want to put it into perfect context, I think this podcast itself is a perfect example. I mean, and, and I'm just not talking about the podcast itself, but I'm talking us, the group in the podcast. We had such a, a, a huge uh, trip planned this mm. year for Mexico, and uh, it, it just mm-hmm. all went down, and we never expected it. But, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of one of those things. But I think it's a good place to start. Um, anyone got any follow-ups or anything to keep the conversation going? Um, yeah, just, to, just kind of said, like you said, um, if we're content, uh, I, I, I kind of am, you know, because, uh, like I said, you know, I started my journalism career, uh, heading into the new year. Actually, I, I was in, I was started, started my job a week before the new year. And then obviously, you know, we get into the new year and it's like fresh. And I kind of Christian was saying too, you know, uh, you never know what's going to happen. But I remember waking up on my birthday, January 1st. And, you know, all of a sudden you just see, you see trending on Twitter, you know, world war three. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And so, so, um, I just think, you know, I've been, I've been fairly content with the, the job so far. I've been having fun. Um, I would, I wouldn't say, you know, I expected anything cause I didn't know what to expect getting into this. So, uh, it, it's just kind of been a process and almost like a day by day kind of thing for me. Like what, what am I going to do today or what's next uh, for me kind of thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm content overall so far in the year. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. AJ, I'm throwing it to you, my friend. And, uh, 
just because you're new and I think that it, it'd just be fair to get to know you a little bit more because I think whilst maybe a lot of people don't really know much about you and we're still learning more about you day in and day out. I know you had quite the big week. You've gotten yourself a driver's license now. Um, no. I know Dylan's very happy with that because he's gonna be, <laughs> you're going to be able to chauffeur him around. Um, <laughs> Wait, I, I just realized him. we're not live. We're not. Yeah, we're not no, live. No. We're not live. No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. No, no. Well, we might have to do some post uh, post editing after this. You never know what we're about to say. Um, that cannot <laughs> be said. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just look at our private chat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I haven't even looked at it just yet. Oh God. <laughs> My goodness. Well, I mean, it is an after hours episode, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, talk to me, AJ. Tell me a little bit more about yourself for the people that don't know about you. Anything you wanted to have out there as a disclaimer? Well, just I'm currently a college student, still in college, and doing kinesiology. So I would have never really expected to for me to do something, you know, to be a part of a podcast and talking about my favorite team in the entire world, which I would have never expected. I originally made my um, account of the Blue Creams just to cut, just to cover stuff for America. Just you know, something I like to do is like as a side hobby, just to get away. From the stress of real life and then one day just you decide to just you know hit me up if i'm into the podcast and then who would know a month or two later i would end up becoming a part of the team which is something i would have never expected really already telling my mom like oh shit look i'm a part of the of um the eagle eye podcast now talking about everything for america so it's just it's a really nice thing to just be a part of um this um amazing podcast just i would have never expected it just think about all I had in mind was just, okay, another semester of college, classes, get get through it, and get myself closer to graduation. But I would have never thought concerned that with everything that has happened this year, maybe, to me, maybe it was just a sign for things to come. Just, you know, with COVID and all that stuff, I just, well, I'm taking all this time to just stay home and just think about all of some of the things that I want to do. Maybe get myself a PC try to do some exercise or just gain to be able to watch um, more of the beautiful, beautiful game of soccer. So I just get to see more, just watch more games about it in general, just learn a thing or two every single day. And then I felt like with just always covering the um, soccer matches, I felt like that, you know, who knows if a podcast team will ever pick me up one day just to talk, just to talk about soccer. And then like, as I mentioned before, you guys came on and then as well, I, I'm officially now just writing um, articles for a website, Express Football, in Spanish, talk about the New York Rebels, which is something I completely would have never expected as well. Guy just came up and just followed me one day, slid right on my DMs, like 9.30 a.m. There in the you morning, go. like, hey, there you want to write something? But shot point, his you know, shot. <laughs> Damn, he slid in your DMs like that, man? Hey, yo, he, just slid, he just slid my DMs and was like, hey, yo, you want to write for my website? I'm like, I was too tired at that time because it was at 9.30. I just looked at it. Yeah, just put my phone down. I'm like, I'm going to back sleep. I'm gonna wake up later. Ooh, AJ said I'm gonna dead. ghost him. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up did. Like for that moment, I was like, I'm too tired to read this. I don't know what it says. I thought it was saying something like, "You want to work for a website?" I was like, "Wait, what? I have no experience. Those, those, uh, what do you mean? Yep. Those messages and, are always sketchy." But then no, then when I woke, when I woke up later, then he's like, "Would you like to write for um a, a website?" I was like. Oh, okay. Like, what am I gonna write about? Because I tell him right from the get go, but writing in Spanish is still my my writing in Spanish is okay. 
it could do some work, but then guys like, we'll work on it. It's fine. Don't worry. And then I would expect five articles in. I'm still writing it for this website. So I'm like, okay, I guess things are all working out as I expected. So yeah, crazy. Who knew someone in exercise science would just be right, would just be writing stuff for a website. I even looked at other authors on the website for curiosity and every single one is like sports journalism. I'm like, am I the only dude here that's not doing sports journalism? Make them scratch like, how the hell did you get, how did, how did you get this? So just, wow. That's cool, man. So five articles in, you're doing a good job. Dylan would have fired you by now. I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. If, if you're going to write, you got to produce every day. Not just, not just once a week. <laughs> hey, homie just said for me to write twice, two articles a week. I'm like, okay, I can do this. At this rate, like you mentioned, I think the first mistake I did, you would have been like, come see me at my office. I'm like, oh, I'm getting fired. It's over for me. <laughs> oh man shout out to our good friend mr brian who's always uh calling people into his office it's never a fun <laughs> experience but you know he's got to do what he's got to do to kind of monitor monitor the twitter community um definitely the principal's office right there dylan you who have done it and uh have attested to being able to go through college uh and also talk about this team you love in a podcast any any pointers for AJ and, and just anyone out there trying to do kind of what we're doing and try to balance school and life at the same time? I don't know. I've been out of school for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've been for like what a year? Yeah, almost next month to be here already. Yeah. Damn, time flies. Look at that. Shit. Um, pointers. Um, I don't know. Ivan, I complained to you a lot that I was stressed out about things. Yeah, I guess it's always nice to have someone to complain to. I, I, it's it's, yeah. it's oh, important. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> Indeed, now nah, earlier in the semester, I, I was stressing out over physics. I straight up cried one night because I was like, I really do not want to withdraw from this class because every other kinesiology class I had, I mean, said I can get easy A, like an easy A, or just like a, a B plus. I'm like with no problem in business. I'm like, let this not be the class I need to withdraw from, just because just because of Aaron's. I straight had to like talk to my friends, like, yo, I'm stressed out. I dad's feel like crying right now. So, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but does physics have to do with like uh, gravity? Like, like where am I going with this? You know how that famous experiment that they did with like the apple. Yeah, Isaac, um, uh, Newton. Yeah, Newton. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what physics is um, essentially all about. Like all the different laws that um surround the entire um universe, pretty much. And I complained about this to you before. I was like, why do I need physics if I'm an exercise science major? But then in reality, I was like, oh, this actually has some way of tying into what I'm doing because I'm taking a biomechanics course as well, and that has physics to do with it. And seeing like how the movements are involved. In sports, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, that's actually involved in it. Okay, I should stop complaining. Same to me from chemistry when I complained about that. Just like, why do I need this? But then I realized it's actually key in some of the things I'm learning for, like, about the human body. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll shut up. I was, I was, I was never a good science guy. I took chemistry yeah. three times in high school. Um, That says oh, a lot. No. Oh. <laughs> three times? I barely three could take it one, one semester. Uh, well, at least you passed, but... <laughs> I mean, who said I passed? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only ups, and whenever I tell people this story, and I'm just like, the only upset about taking chemistry three times 
is that I got to make ice cream three times throughout the school year. So oh, okay. it, that was the only that was the only positive. Yeah. Tell me, took it three times, passed it the third time. You know, there's third uh, third times the charm. I still don't. I, I don't know anything about the periodic table. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. If you guys can tell me things you remember from high school, I would I would love to know. Like right now. Like, well, can you give me an example? Well, just name any. Okay, name something from I don't know from history class that you might remember. Oh, I was good at history. I mean, were you good at history? Yeah, that was yeah. Pretty good at history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, is that I like you history. Good at? Mm, yeah. Pretty much right. Yeah. Well, what was the history. question? Did you pass lunch? Nah, I failed lunch, man. Failed <laughs> <laughs> gym. You failed gym too. <laughs> No, I couldn't fail athletics. I didn't. I didn't yeah. run. No, cause, no, because there there was one time, uh, my sophomore year, I think. Yeah, my sophomore year, um, I had chemistry like right before athletics, and the thing is, we only had like five minutes between classes, and so in those five minutes, I had to had to leave class, run down to the field house, get dressed, and like be in my spot like before we started workouts, and um. Uh, my lab partner, which she's still my friend to this day, uh, she kind of screwed me over and like left, and I was I got left behind. I got, I got left behind to clean everything up from our lab we're doing that day, and so I therefore ended up being late, uh, like like seconds to get my to my spot uh, from uh, uh, for athletics. And so after that, I had to get like a ten pound dumbbell. I had to hold it over my head, and I had to run like two laps around the track. Well, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, but that's yeah. why. Okay, so um, I don't know how high school was for you guys because over here in uh, in my high school, you had you didn't do PE for I think two years. That's all. That's all it requires for you to do to do PE was what we, I don't I know think if it was called PE year. either. Yeah, but you could if you did sports, then there was no need for that, right? So yeah. you didn't even have to take that class. So mm-hmm. you just for me, it was just the last period would be. Sports would be soccer at that point, right? So I don't know how it worked for you guys. Did you guys oh, it was, was so it also hard. too? Well, Not yeah, be, well, yeah, because uh, well, here every um, well, we go by like marking periods in the sense. So like mm-hmm. the first one would be um, like September to like December, and the next one would be like January to like to June or whatever. So in each marking period, you need to have a gym class. Um, but like Ivan, to your point, uh, you could be excused from that class if you're on the sports team. Um, and to my luck, also my uh, my teacher at the time was my coach, so um so at the time I you know you know the other kids would just you know do whatever and then I would just stay back and we we just talk about like all oh, like how how how's it going or like our next game or something like that or the game previous like what we could do better to improve or whatever. So for me overall, especially my junior year and my senior year were better experiences in PE. Only because I really didn't do much, I just sat next to the coach and we just talked about soccer all day long. So there you go, that must be nice. Long. Yeah. See for us it was it was you had five periods because it, it was it, the school the school day was broken down to six periods and eight. damn <laughs> yeah I had, I had eight two I had yeah, eight well, at, well, well. until my senior year when I only had seven nice yeah I know once you're a senior you can cut that down but mm-hmm. um, I had uh, it was six periods um, so then for a majority it was five periods for me and then that sixth period would be going to soccer so our thing even you could have been in the sport all year around and even though your sport wasn't playing all year round you still went to you still went to that class and for us when it was in season obviously um if it wasn't game day you were training and then if it was um if it wasn't your season 
and you were doing like preseason conditioning. God, oh, that's that was the worst. Terrible. Oh, dude, that was that was terrible. Worst. Oh my god. So, me. so that's we were... the worst part of being on the sport in high school was that's the worst part about a sport yeah. <laughs> in general. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so bad. Oh my goodness, bro. The the laps, bro. The fuck the. Oh. Hey, it's dude. a late night edition. I'm dude, just gonna tell you this straight yeah, up. It was I terrible. I remember. I remember one time we lost, and mm. and and the coach just looked at us after the game and said, "You guys are gonna pay for this tomorrow." Oh. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, did we pay oh, for yeah. it? Like we had a couple people throw up. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> it was funny because, like I told you, it, it was like sixth period, right? So the bell would ring and all these kids would be getting out of class and well we the field was kind of right there like people could walk by pass by and see whatever so once the bell rung he had us all do kind of this weird crab walk whilst oh, everyone was no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yeah yeah well, well everyone was passing this so it was like you had to do your crab walks while and you know all your friends were coming by looking at you and you know, at that age, it's kind of like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, exactly. right? no, it's a little humiliating because yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if if so, yeah, I remember that day. Um, I I definitely it was hard to walk the next couple of days, but um, it was fun. Uh, you know, it's the little things you take away from that that you're definitely. just like, you know what? They're Listen, growing moments. Being on a high school team was probably the best thing I ever could have done in my life. Like just the. Just the oh, bonding yeah. moments, just yeah. just like everything, the brotherhood and all that stuff. It honestly, I, I wouldn't replace it. That's probably one of the only reasons why I miss high school. It was, was because yeah. of just being on, on the team. I'm pretty sure all of you can relate. Uh, for me, actually, I, for me, I actually never participated oh, in wow, sports. Really? But the but we did have clubs. So like after school, there was a soccer club. So and the most of people that were in there were on the team. So as mm-hmm. you mentioned before, it's just it's one of those memories I like because usually. I will meet with those same guys right after because, like, um, one of the, one of my friends, because in this building we were in, it was separate to four different high schools. But usually, would just be like, "Hey, you want to go out and just play um soccer by one of the parks?" Like, sure. And all the guys that were there were on the soccer teams. It's just one of those like, it's a nice thing that it's one of the best things as well because you get to just meet new people and you, and you get to communicate by mm-hmm. playing um the sport that you both love. So Definitely. it was just perfect. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, actually, when you mentioned in sports. I feel that's one of the things I did regret never taking in high school. You don't always have people saying you should take it because I got started playing soccer like in the eighth grade, just like outside. Like I was okay, but maybe this could have been a point where it's like, try it out in high school. I may not be the best, but either way, it's like spots are open. You can play like regardless of what it is. So I feel like I should have really taken the opportunity, but I can only imagine like how it would have been if I actually was on the sports team in high school. Let me ask you this, because Dylan, I know I know you didn't play soccer, you played football, but mm-hmm. now knowing what you know now and maybe kind of assessing your talent level, do you think that if you were to go, do you think that you've developed better as a player? Do you think that you're better now than you were when you first tried out for the very first time in high school? I don't know. I, I, I don't know, actually. I, I don't know. That's That's a good question. You know, because I'm gonna put it on a personal level. I think I think the the goalkeeper that I am today is much better than the 13 year old goalkeeper that tried out for high school. I mean, you know, I would I hope mean, so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you should not play that position. 14, 14 year old, 13 year old is still in middle school, but um, 
But I go back and I think of like, okay, like, okay, what was it like? What what, what was it like, right? Going through that, those nerves of having to try out, of having to, uh, you know, because I was kind of, uh, I was kind of going up against other people that had uh, a proper training. They were, they were playing in club, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't have the technique that I know today. Like, you know, like setting yourself perfectly, knowing what that goalkeeper ready position is, being on your toe and all that stuff. Conceding tangles, like Dylan said. Let's go, Ochoa. Um, (laughs) So then I go back and I think, you know what? I think it's like, it's it's interesting the way that, you know, you play sports during high school. And then, you you know, if you're fortunate enough to play outside of it too, and then after high school, um, you know, to get to that point where you are today and being like, you know, I've developed, I've grown. I think I'm a much better player than I was then to now. It, it's it's a really true, truly cool thing. No, definitely. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, because because me me playing football, I mean, especially being in in Texas, uh, you would think I'd I'd be playing it since like I was I was born. Well, and all and all honesty, I played flag, but I didn't put on shoulder pads and hit anybody till seventh grade. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, it it was a it was a weird transition, you know. But just to, I guess kind of like you in a sense, you know. I came in with like no skill. I didn't know what I was doing necessarily. So I just uh, to kind of see myself grow and develop from seventh grade to my senior year. You know, it uh, it's really cool to see uh, because I I got to I got to fit in with uh, obviously my friends I have now and you know graduated with and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, building that brotherhood with them like christian was talking about you know that's just something that uh i'll never forget about because it, uh, what we had what we all had was really special especially coming from especially coming from a small town uh too with uh uh i think the what what uh some people find uh interesting is like uh if you you don't play just one sport in a small town you you play almost every sport you play basketball you play baseball you know you you play things like that uh um, so, I mean, I just, I just think it's really cool because you're basically playing the sport year round, you know, with the same group of guys. That is an interesting thing, you know, and then and, and I urge anyone who hasn't already to reach out to this man to ask him how on earth did he switch from all those American sports to come love the beautiful game? <laughs> it truly is quite a story, especially from a small town like uh, Dylan is from. Uh, mm-hmm. It is quite the story. And I mean. Like I've mentioned it time and time again, we wouldn't be here without him. So, you know, thank uh, thank the soccer lords that he uh, <laughs> that they convinced him. But uh, yeah, no, high schools are definitely an interesting thing. I mean, obviously with sports and everything, but then you know you take sports out of it and you think about the actual kind of life that is high school because it is it is just kind of it does feel like your whole life at at one point. Um, you know, social groups and all that stuff. You know, do you guys do you guys still have some kind of uh communication with those who you would surround yourselves with most of the time? Um or 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 has just has life done what life always does and just kind of faded you guys away? Um a few. Uh definitely yeah. people that um well, how how about this? We'll we'll we'll, we'll take it back actually. So this is a story I, I actually like like enjoy telling. So my first day actually a freshman year, uh, it was eighth period. Um and uh, Jesus the tryout. Christ, how do you guys have eighth period? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It was bad. It was bad. That's wild. So um, so I had all my soccer stuff on because 
for the high school, the, the you know, you tryouts are in August, like before the school year starts, right? So obviously I made a team or whatever, right? Um, so whatever. And then I walk into class and then with all my stuff on and I say I sit down and then the kid in front of me says, Oh, hey, um, you're on the soccer team, uh, I assume, right? I'm like, Yeah, I am. And he was like, How'd you get on there? And we we just started making conversation. Now, funny enough, uh, we're still friends to this day, but that was actually probably one of my first friends I ever made in high school. And uh, we're still friends today, which uh, which um which I'm which I'm happy about. But um, but I guess to to your point, to do we still people honestly, people that I interact with everyday life, not so much. I mean, we keep in contact, say hi, you know, what's up, like once in a while. But people that I communicate with almost every single day was from the soccer team. So so yes and no, in in, in the sense to answer your question. Interesting. It's just interesting the way that life kind of just oh definitely you know, happened yeah. for everyone. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm kind of. With Christian, in a sense, uh, I've actually kind of kept in contact with uh, a lot of people. You know, uh, my best uh, one of my best friends that uh, I went to college with, and uh, you know, the other girl I told you about when chemistry when she kind of screamed me over. You know, I still talk to them. <laughs> yeah. I, still, I still I still talk to them to this day, and uh, um, you know, just coming coming from a, a rural uh, small town out here in West Texas, you know, um, it's very humbling to be honest with y'all. Um, I, I think, you know, another interesting thing, you know, I've always told y'all that people find uh, about it is, you know, I had to go 30, 40 minutes just to go watch a movie whenever y'all probably just used to go in about 10, 15 minutes down to the theater and watch mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I, I just never had nothing like that. I hear, you know, I would always be, you know, uh, driving out in the county, you know, driving these dirt roads, you know, going to different places, going out to the lake, you know, walking at Walmart 1, 2 a.m. in the morning because there's nothing to do. Uh, i mean i mean uh it's pretty humbling because uh you 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 find you find things and you see things different uh a lot and you kind of you kind of realize the people uh more uh to to, you know to meeting your friends you know how to hang out you know and you know just finding unique things to do in a sense you know without having to go to like a movie or something like that yeah i think nowadays it's just a little bit more simpler right to just be like oh we just go watch a movie or something and then i think back then you had to get a little bit more creative because you didn't have um well at least i think you know for the most part at least i didn't have you know the option of of a car or or you know it's like it everything where you had to go had to be in walking distance uh you know and you you, you had a certain budget right it's not like you could it's not like we had a weekly paycheck or anything um so I think it's just it's one of those things that you're right, Dylan. It's very creative. Now I will say this though: I feel like Dylan in your 10 year reunion in high school. I'm, I'm sure you're gonna hold that over your lab partner, aren't you? Oh, I'm gonna uh, bring. I, I still bring it up to her to this day, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know. It's good to know you. Uh, you do not have a very short term memory, um, which worries me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, it's interesting though. It's interesting to hear you guys' high school days and all that stuff. Uh, how how much have you guys changed from your high school selves? Um, or was the personality always the same? And I want to throw it to AJ because I think he's been a little too quiet. <laughs> um, at high school, at first, like freshman year, I was kind of just a sarcastic kind of type with some people. I don't know, it just varies, but for, for the most part, I feel like I just been the same person just like sweet sweet nice and caring always just saying hello to like to all um my um classmates like every single morning pretty much i get to see them so just for the most part i just 
kind of just really just been the same. I haven't felt like much really hasn't changed about me since um, leaving high school. I feel like I've just been the same. And especially I feel like the transition from high school and college is going to be different because, you know, in college, there's a whole lot of new students right on campus. You're not going to just be your usual self as you would be like compared to high school because in high school, you're spending time in those classes with like mostly the same people every single day compared to college. You will have a class and sure everyone's taking the same class, but every class you have is going to be with different people. They're never going to be the same. Maybe if it's maybe like your um, freshman year, because I guess usually they try to like pair some of the same students with the same class that you're taking to try to um, know each other, or I guess have um, to make friends. Cause I know at Brooklyn college, that's how, that's how it was for me. Usually had a bunch of people just taking the same classes together just so to try to make some friends but yeah for the most part it just kind of just been the same honestly not much has changed okay interesting interesting christian has the glow up been real since high school i mean person i mean looks wise yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, personality wise i think i say the same um i'm always just still this kind of I don't know, just trying to be that guy that always lightens up the mood and stuff like that. So not, not nothing really ha- uh, has changed on a personal on a personality level for me. Okay, interesting, Dylan. I feel like for you, it's just I, I feel like you've always been you. Uh, I think I think what gets people um, off guard, and I guess you can kind of tell it, you know, by me just like not tweeting a lot either. Um, I'm actually really quiet whenever you first uh, kind of get to know me. Obviously, I don't. I'm not like that, you know. Here with y'all because obviously y'all have gotten to know me y'all know me i'm more open uh but you know i'm just kind of this in the sense you know to just stay quiet kind of mind my own business but you know if uh if uh, you get to know me you know i'll start to open up more and talk more and everything so i mean in some ways you know i i've stayed the same but i just feel like whenever i tell people like yeah i'm, I'm pretty shy i'm not very outgoing and sometimes you know i just stay quiet i think that's what throws people off whenever um somebody might ask about me in, in a way to like know me before they actually meet me it's interesting because i'm the same way right and people uh, tell me that all the time like I, I work there like you know i'm just like no like if i don't know you right if i don't feel like i'm in a comfortable zone in the comfortable space then i'm not gonna go out of my way and start being you know the person that i uh, that i am when i am comfortable um and i think that has always been me in high school um kept a lot to myself when i wasn't around friends um, I mean, if you start talking to me, I'll start talking to you. I'm easy. To, I'm easy to talk to, Same. you know, it's, 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 but for me to go and start that first interaction is kind of rare. I don't really just go out to be like, Hey, how's it going? How's, uh, how's third period going for you? You know, this is, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. me. I know there's people that are that right. I'm like very, you know, I'm very, uh, very much of an introvert when it comes to that. Um, and yeah, Dylan, I feel you. People, people are shocked. They're like, "How? Like, you know, you host a podcast. Like, you, you, you're on video. Like, like how? It's like, I it's just if I feel comfortable doing it. it but if you put me, because you know, if you put me in a in a random classroom with just random people, I'm just gonna keep to myself mm. for the most part. Yeah. yeah actually, this podcast has actually helped me get out of that stage. I'm actually more uh, extrovert than what I than what I was in high school. This podcast helped me actually be the one to kind of start conversations nowadays. And so if I see someone um, that, you know, that I would like to, you know, get to know or talk to have a conversation with, and I would go up and say, Hey, how are you? And like, how, how's life or whatever. Uh, so this podcast actually helped me, I guess, grow in a sense. 
Well, I'm glad one of us is taking advantage of this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's still to, to this day, like, I'm just, I'm, you know, and then props to you and props to anyone who can be like that. Because I don't know. You know, if it, but, but for example, if I'm around you guys, let's say we, let's say we go out right to a bar or something. Just now we're hanging. Nice. Um, and I think Dylan can attest to this. Like, and, and we don't have to be drinking or anything, but if we're uh, just kind of all, why we go to a bar? Because <laughs> we're watching bro. the game and we haven't gotten our drinks yet. Oh, but okay. so we are going to uh, drink. So we are getting drinks. Just to make sure yeah, we are yeah. getting drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting <laughs> drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ's got the first round. Oh, okay, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if I'm around you guys and I feel comfortable, I will go and talk to other people around us, like no no problem whatsoever. But if it's just me going by myself, I will not have the courage to be like, hey, like what's going on? Like what you know? I just it's not it's not in me, which is crazy. I but mean, get a couple of drinks in you and and that you know that. Oh, <laughs> and uh, anyone with that, I think gets a little bit of liquid courage, you know. That is true. Yeah, that is but. True. Uh, no, that's interesting to see kind of what where the personalities are at and uh, where we are today. It's 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 cool to kind of have that tracking history. Um, but seems for the most part, most of us haven't changed for the most part, at least personality wise. Um, it's a good thing, I guess. It is. I, I think it is definitely when you go and reflect back on that self growth. Um, I I do think that it's it's important to kind of see where you're at, but um. Let's see. What else? What else should we discuss? Mm. I mean, let's, the world's falling apart. Let Let's discuss how AJ became a Red Bull fan. Oh, yeah, was... dude. How did you become a Red Bull fan and not a Chicago Fire fan like all Americanistas when Cotomo Blanco joined? No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this goes back to me just like when I first started playing FIFA. And this was at a time where I started getting into the world of soccer. So just like I always, you know. Ultimate team, I'm always going through the ultimate team market just seeing like all these different players. They had some of my favorite soccer players I liked seeing, just like hearing the names like Tim Cahill, Thierry Henry, Juninho. They were all part of Rebels, um, Rafa Marquez as well. So I was like, huh. So that like, I knew a thing or two a bit about them, but I never really focused on the MLS as much because I grew up in, in, in a family, in a household pretty much watching the Liga Mekis, just America fans. That's usually where my focus has been at. We fast forward back to six years later, then um, I met um, uh, two Costa Ricans, um, their brothers pretty much, and we got to know each other first from eSport, just watching um, uh, Overwatch. And then eventually, so they were soccer fans. I tell them I was a soccer fan too. I tell them, that I'm an America friend. They're like, ah, no, mames. Soy Chivista. I was like, soy Chivista. Yeah, no, mames, güey. So, but yeah, nah, that they always even give the name of, oh, yeah, America, and you're the Sekegway. So, from there on, then, when it was the Hudson River Derby, they said, like, hey, you should come through. Like, the tickets are really cheap. It was, like, I think it was $20. So, I was like, sure, why not? Went to go experience my first Hudson River Derby. Um, and the first thing I did right there, as soon as I entered the stain, went to the Red Bull shop, got myself a Red Bull tank top. I'm like, I, soy aficionado de los Rebels, yeah. It's been, it's, I've already become a Rebel fan, especially since we won that day too. And I'm like, yeah, I like them. This is the team I'll go with. Originally, I kind of like NYCFC, but that's only because of David Villa. That's essentially it, because, you know, he played, he played in Barcelona, FC Barcelona. So, of course, I would like him. But other than that, really, then 
Yeah, no, I always like the um, New York Rebels um, pretty much since. And it's even better that I feel like I'm more of a fan now because I'm writing articles about them in Smash. So while I'm not watching the America game, I also take the time of my day to look up Rebel stuff and on Twitter and talk with my friends who are Rebel fans too and see what's going on with Rebels. We gotta, so We got to get AJ in contact with Naive. Whew. Oh yeah, Naive. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, um, he he follows me actually. Like even like before like all this, um, Naive went on. He followed me. It was like, huh, interesting. And my friend was pretty much like already saying, "You're gonna get you're gonna get big in the soccer world." Is like, you can see me getting a job and loading and behold, like I met like I ended up becoming a podcast in soccer, and I'm already writing for a website in soccer. And I'm like, yo, you might be onto something. You're actually kind of right. Well, you know, keep uh, keep crossing those fingers, my friend, and keep working hard. It's an interesting story, though, how um, how you became a Red Bulls fan. Um, I think anyone, how they become a fan of a team is pretty interesting. I mean, I, I think for uh, America, at least for the three of us, I can't speak for Dylan because his situation, like I mentioned, is a whole different one. You guys can catch his whole story in uh, his bi- autobiography. should be coming out next winter. Um, at least for uh, for us, it was a generation thing. It was passed. It was handed down from our fathers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know we just kind of took took the baton and, and and went running with it. But as far as, for example, Christian, you and I were talking about the European, how we both have our little European kits on, and you know it's interesting how you become a fan of these teams that you have no affiliation to, mm-hmm. or at least you know people would assume you don't have an affiliation to. But correct. It's an interesting one. How did you become a Real Madrid fan? Um, this was um, this was around middle school um, when when I when I really started getting into soccer and playing and uh, and getting into more important clubs around around the island. Um, you know, having conversations with people, they would always uh, you know talk about soccer and stuff like that. So um, me being me only knowing uh, Club America and me trying to talk. They got Mekis with with everyone else. They it just wasn't gonna work because well, number one, they probably weren't of you know Mexican descent, so they didn't know about Liga Mekis. Number two, they were a lot of European kids that I know about, so um, they they follow English clubs a lot, right? So then um, I forgot when when this one kid was bragging about defeating Real Madrid in the Champions League match, and then I started just asking questions like 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 what is that? Like what's Champions League and all that stuff, right? So then uh, they were they were telling me, oh, Champions League is like this this tournament and these clubs and they're the best the best uh, tournament in the world. You should go watch it instead of instead of whatever Mexican thing you watch. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot, right? So uh, just because the name Ramon just stuck with me because he said it, I just start, started looking them up on YouTube and stuff like that, and uh, just just watching videos and talking to people as I got older, uh, how how they were so called the you know the kings of Europe, how you know they were. You know, pretty much the, the biggest team in Spain, you know, and, you know, people dream and, you know, want to play for Real Madrid or Barcelona uh, back then. That, that, that was the ultimate goal. Like you, you when, when you were a kid, you want to say, OK, one day I want to play for, one, for either of these clubs. So uh, just the kind of thing that resembles just, just being that, I guess, biggest team in Europe, just think it's kind of stuck with me. Also, because we, all, we, we like to think that, oh, not that we, we know that Club America is the biggest team in North America. So um, just just it kind of had like a correlation with uh, with that, and that's just how I I just kind of just fell in love with the team. It's crazy, crazy how just kind of these little conversations are kind of finding your way into like what is this? What's that? Mm-hmm. 
You know, like AJ for once. I, I think FIFA has a lot to do with uh, with with, oh. with, uh, with people finding teams. Like for example, like mm. Manchester United for me was because of FIFA. I was playing FIFA 2005, um, and you know, my cousin he was talking about having Ronaldo on his team, right? And when he was talking Ronaldo, he was talking about the Brazil Ronaldo. And I found another Ronaldo. His name was Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. uh, and it just it, it came from there, right? I, I was like, who's this kid, Cristiano Ronaldo? Like, and then you know, you Google him, you YouTube him. Back then, believe it or not, yes, we had we had YouTube, and they had some really cool videos on on players because Jogo Bonito was coming out with some really cool ads and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, he had that Nike partnership. Most still does, right? But yeah. uh, he had that whole Jogo Bonito stuff, and you saw him with, um, you know, Slata and Cantona, and of course, the whole Ronaldinho video with him hitting the post. So. Um, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with the, with the team. I remember uh, waking up super early in the morning, found out that I could watch a game, and I remember watching it and just kind of absorbing it, not really understanding much of it because you know you you get what soccer is, right? You score a goal and you win. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, I like this team, something about it. Um, and I just became a really big fan, and even after Ronaldo left. Like I stuck around like, you know, the, the next, the easiest thing to do because I was a fan of Ronaldo was to be like, I'm jumping ship to Real Madrid, which is AKA what Gotti did. Gotti, if you're listening to this, I know your story. I know you betrayed us Manchester United fans. How dare you? Um, Good choice. Actually, and it's probably still true to this day. Real Madrid. Well, you know, you really don't see her talk about, talk much about Real Madrid nowadays. You know, it's just mainly you know about about her her, her Leon. But uh, but back then when I when I first started to get to to know of of her, you know, she used to tweet a lot about Ronaldo and how whenever he scored during a match for Real Madrid, mm-hmm. he would tweet out. You know, I really you kind of don't see that as much. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I know we're we're not we're not at the the that level that we were years ago. But you know, you can't, you can't stick through it, no. Yeah, and that's where it was like for me. It was like. You know, I I remember I clearly remember coming home. Uh, Gold TV was still the place where you Gold got your TV. TV. Oh my god! <laughs> TV, oh good time. I remember turning on. I would sign my routine. Like I would have like uh, there was a certain new show every throughout the day that I would watch. So first it'd be Gold TV, then I would turn it to ESPN Deportes, and I would turn it to Fox Deportes. But I remember turning on Gold TV when I got home. The news just kind of uh, was going on, and obviously it broke that Ronaldo was officially moving to Real Madrid. And, you know, as a fan, I was like, I was gutted, whatever. But I stuck with it. I stuck with this team. Um, still, even after Ronaldo left, they gave us a lot of great memories, a lot of championships, a lot of great moments. Um, now we're in a very difficult situation, right? As anyone, everyone knows, our, like the past four years have been for United after Fergie. Um, Pain. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, it's crazy that I am this vested in a club that I have no affiliation to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's interesting because, Dylan, you are a Manchester United fan yourself. I, I, I do wonder what uh, tilted your way to, uh, to the northern part of the UK. I can't tell you. Chicharito. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that's a lot of people, AJ. A lot of people. but a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like For a lot of Mexicans, especially like during its time, because if I'm saying, I think he... W- I could, be, I could be wrong, but was he the first Mexican from Chivas to be like from from coming from their youth to catch and then go to Europe? Is that the case? Was he the first for them? 
To be honest, I don't know. We're, we're, you're talking the wrong, you're asking the wrong people. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but either way, it's one of those things like when we saw him, like he was just making headlines, just him scoring goals and goals for Manchester United left and right. I feel like that's what made many um, Mexicans just look at Manchester United simply because they had a Mexican on that team and they just stuck in there, especially when they won. Um, uh, the league, like I feel like those jerseys were selling left and right, and I actually have like I remember my dad buying me a Manchester United jersey. Even I wasn't even a fan of them, I would end up becoming an Arsenal fan later. But I saw that and I looked up okay. his and I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I will tell you this much though: it's it's interesting because I think a lot of fans after Chicharito left jumped ship. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's one of those things like you see, like when you follow like a favorite player of yours, or every team they go to, you usually then watch that team just to see that one player play. You probably want to be a fan of that team. You're just only looking at just because like, oh, they have so-and-so player that I like that's on that team. But hey, that's sports for you, you know? It's definitely sports for you. It's funny how Chicharito also played for Real Madrid as well. Yeah, he actually, yeah. He actually did I, come I, up I, huge I, in some matches. I, I forget like, about that. I feel like a lot of people forget about that, actually, that he actually played for an for for a season. That's It's one of those things that always kept my mind. I was like, wait, did he play in Real? And I had to just Google search. I was like, oh, that's right. He did play. It was on loan. And like I mentioned, like, during the time, like he, he came up big in some moments, didn't he, for Real, in um, Champions League? One, one moment. Just one. one moment. They <laughs> 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 will make headlines about that. At that point, they're like, hey, Real, can you sign him? And they're like, no, we're loaning. That's been 20, 2015, if I'm not mistaken. 2015, in a quarterfinal match against Atletico Madrid, James played a ball to, to a beautiful ball, actually, to Ronaldo. Ronaldo saw that two defenders were closing in. Salty Charita kind of broke off his marker, passed it to him, and he kind of just scored the sweaty tapping. Uh, but it's a tapping that, 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 that sent us to the next round, though. So. That was 2015 uh, when he was there? 2015, yes, because we won the Decima 20, 2014. We didn't win uh, 2015, and we won three straight after that. Okay, you know what? Let me, let me ask a question, because I, I feel like um, we in our chat, we have a lot of differences in how I think we think America should play. Um, kind of just guides me to think, um, you know, we all have, everyone has a kind of a strategic <clears throat> mind. If you're really that passionate of, a, uh, of soccer. So um, the question is, if you were uh, a coach, doesn't matter what team, what formation would you play? Because this this actually uh, is very interesting because I know a lot of people who who prefer this this formation because you could do this and then uh, but you know but people will will come back and say no, but you play this formation because this can can beat that and then it's just uh becomes a, a whole debate. So it's interesting to see where your I guess strategical mind is in uh, in in, in the sport. Uh, for me, it's always been 4-3-3. 4-3-3? Okay, Real Madrid. For me, it's been 4-3 because you can get very creative in the midfield. Mm-hmm. I think that no matter what you do, you're always going to have either a center defensive mid, you can have two center defensive mids, or you can ha- always have at, at least bodies on the pit, uh, in the middle of the, in the ballpark. You know, you're talking, if you're playing attacking, you know, you have two center mids who can just kind of float in there. And then you have your center attacking mid. You want to play a little defensive. You have a center defensive mid. You have your two center mids. Or if you want to be really, really holding it, you can have two center defensive mids and one center mid that kind of has a little bit of a liberty to go forward. Um, and I think it's just, for me, that's, that's, that's always been my preferred formation. 
mm-hmm. a four three three. Because um, I, I think you're always gonna have uh, an attacking threat, right? Because your wingers turn into strikers. Um, and your wingers also turn into you know potentially people that can drop back. I, I think it is one of the more for, uh, formations that ask a lot from a winger in regards to having a lot of um, stamina, a lot of, uh, you know, very good conditioning. Because I think you're going to ask for them to do a lot of running back and forth. At least in my mind, where, how I'm planting my formation. Uh, but I think if you have the pieces for it, for me, that's, that's my preferred formation. Mm-hmm. AJ? For me, I feel like 4-4-2 would be the position I'd like to play because it's just one of those, it's like, a balance it's just a balanced um uh formation i feel like you want to go defensive you want to go offensive you just want to be right in between of both you got four defenders you got four midfielders and you got your two forwards up front two forwards just so you don't always have to re- have so much pressure on just one four where you have to give every through ball every cross anything that it can be so i feel like with two it just kind of helps out because usually when you have like two forwards up front they can have different kind of play styles maybe it could be the one who would set them? Who sets themselves up and maybe get do like a one-two to the other striker that's right next to them? It kind of like reminds like Oriya Perata, like towards the very end of his senior in America, he didn't feel like scoring at that point. He just usually just set the plays up just for his team to where it was up front or for midfielders, and then and then I, there goes in um midfield where. Why are you laughing, Dylan? Just the example he uses, Oriya Perata with America, he just didn't feel like scoring no more. Yeah, no. It was towards the end. If homie was just like, I, if homie's like, I don't want to. I don't know. That's I just seen towards the very end. He didn't score for I think almost like what a good year or so. And I make his homie's like, I'm just gonna pass the ball. Whoever's opens like that's for you. I don't want to score. It's like Quintero at Sam in America. Homie just would be so close up the goals. Like I want to pass it out. I'm like, why? You're right there. Anyways, but then in uh, midfield, then. To certain, you have two midfielders. It can either be center attacking midfielders, pure center midfielders, or center defensive midfielders, depending on how you want to go about. Then you just have the left midfielders and the right midfielders to accompany you who can act like wingers in a way to just go push up with your midfield. And then with the defense, senses is just two center backs, and then you have your own full backs who can assist your defense or they like to go up. So I kind of just like that um, formation. It's just especially as well. I just always see that, that formation. It just fits best for me. And just, just because in FIFA, I just always go with 4-4-2 no matter what. Every single year, FIFA, just 4-4-2. So what would you go with, Christian? Um, me, I've always preferred uh, the 4-2-3-1. Uh, just for me, that formation just gives you a lot of security in the, in the, in the backfield. Uh, I think we all can attest that defense wins championships here. Um, and when you have a, such a strong defensive base with the ability to go up, as your as your um your your right your right and left back kind of convert into wing backs, uh going up and adding that uh extra offensive pressure along with two wingers and uh and uh and a you know and a designated camp to kind of mandate everything. It just offers a lot of creativity, uh and the ability to to inject a little risk in the offense while knowing that if in some reason in some point you make a mistake, there is. A defensive support because I feel in other formations that you may be caught off guard a lot. I see that a lot in the four three three with Real Madrid. Well, it could be dictated to their to their play style, but they 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 get caught they get caught off a lot and it leads a lot of counterattacks and that's something that uh, has cost us a lot of games this season. Um, 
but I feel like with 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 just two center center defensive mid, you're always gonna have at least four people in that backfield instead of normally having three or maybe even two sometimes. Okay, okay, interesting. Dylan, what's your formation? Uh, eight in the back. Just two midfielders. You don't even have a striker. Well, I, I'm, guys, not, I'm just gonna draw my way to winning a league. <laughs> never, never lose a game, never win one. If we win one, we'll, I'll take it. Dylan, having these conversations brings me back to a day where we would be live on YouTube recording our late night edition podcast. We went for hours. I think I went back to see we went for like two hours once. <laughs> Uh, it's it's crazy, and we had people watching us, which was even crazier. I know. <laughs> oh man, what um, what do you remember about those days? Uh, Ramum, Ramum, Ramum. I think is the mm-hmm. highlight of uh of, of those late night editions. Um, it it was just so unique, so so genuine. Like it was, it was even staged or anything or you even thought of it was just i, I think i asked you like the, how was the day going you're like oh i went to you know i went to here and and they gave out scarves and it was then you presented it the way that you presented it and i think it just all you know went according to the way it was supposed to go oh yeah Not us even having to stage it yeah i think so um yeah those were fun times. If you guys haven't done so, go back, take a look. You get to you get to know a lot about Dylan and myself, um, and how our days were going those days. I go back and I'm just like, my day really go like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, though it, it's it's crazy. But now that Dylan brought out his water burger cup, I am I'm curious to ask you guys' go to fast food. McDonald's. 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 I have to. Because AJ says Mc, McDonald's. McDonald's is literally five minutes away from me. So, no White Castle. A White I Castle. To, I used to walk to one before, and that's what White, I would go to. I never really like White Castle. Actually, their their chicken rings are good though. Ever had yes. Their chicken rings? Their yes. Chicken rings are good too. But actually, they're building they're building a Popeyes right like right next to me. So I think I think I might have to switch. Yo, okay, chicken sandwiches though. Let, yeah. Let, let me rephrase my question now. If you had to pick and make just one kind of epic meal, you can only grab one item from uh, a chain of restaurants to make it one meal. What would you? What would you? What, what would you? What would that orchestrate uh, meal look like? Oof, Dylan, this is a question for you, buddy. <laughs> you know, the one thing I wish Waterburger would add to their menu is tater tots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd, 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 I'd want a, ha- a water burger burger with tater tots, but I, I just don't get that because it's either fries or onion rings. Mm. Okay. For, for me, I, the Taco Bell nacho fries, they're actually pretty delicious. I trash. They're good. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, you're the same one that was looking at my tacos de beers. It looks trash. And then and then you oh, come up yeah. with like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, you might as well go to Taco Bell for that. Stop. Wait, 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 wait. Was, what, did, what did I have in my taco? It was like, I think it was, um, I think it was sour cream, lettuce, tomatoes, and then the meat. And then you're I trying did not to send you that. It was in the chat. Oh, no, 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 no,
you know, actually, I'm a, I'm a very simple guy, though. You know, chicken nuggets and fries are pretty much all I ever eat at McDonald's anyway, so. Uh, dude, that's just like the perfect combo for me. Listen, they're, they're not about these, I sent you these. You can't see on the screen though right now, but I sent these. <laughs> this is not like, like no fucking sour cream. Yo, stop. Tomatoes. Bro, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're about to get exposed here. Uh, uh, I, well, not really me because I, I didn't say anything. I'm looking. I, I have yet to see what any type of... What the fuck is that? Top. What is that? That is not me. No, wait. No. That was you. That that's not even fucking tomatoes. What are you using? <laughs> what are you using? Whatever the fuck. The cousin comes out. Sour cream. What are you using? Sour cream. What? Where chingadera is that? What, what is that? Lechuga? Nah, out of here. Get out of here. Lechuga? Nah, bro. I can't have cilantro on my on my tacos. Okay, okay. No, okay. no, cilantro is acceptable. Cilantro's fine, but lechuga. What do you where do you see lettuce? There's no. Yeah, that's just cilantro. That's, that's cabbage. That's cabbage. What you? Why would you have that? You just I mean, if you're having a fish taco, then that makes sense. That ain't no fish there. I'm pretty sure there's none underneath. <laughs> Dylan getting sense. exposed out here for his what? tacos. You hey, love nah. to see it. You love to hear it. Hey, 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 well, okay, hey, hey. Just, just, uh, just to welcome your friends again. What's everyone's uh, preference of taco here? Like, um, favorite meat? Like, yeah, favorite, uh, favorite meat. Chorizo. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I don't know, AJ. I don't know how chorizo could be for you. Like, what? out of all chorizo? the meat options, out of all the meat options, <laughs> out of all the meat options, you go with chorizo, dude. Like, chorizo is definitely, yeah. chorizo is definitely what? my second, but alpasor is my first. But chorizo is definitely not down there as a lot of people would put it there because I know people would put all these other things first and then chorizo last. Okay. For me, so for it's me, it's al pastor and then chorizo okay, and then the, comes everything else. See, I'm so I'm so used for chorizo. Like I guess this is just a Texas thing. I'm so used to having like chorizo like just for like breakfast, like chorizo and eggs, like something like that. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chorizo and eggs are good as fuck. Chorizo and egg burrito. I'm like, gonna have to buy now. But but I mean. I, I, like, I, like, come on, like, come on. Nah, I feel like with chorizo, because like there's different versions of chorizo. Because there's one time I had a chorizo taco where they're like, it didn't look like chorizo. It was like chopped up bits of the chorizo. And I'm like, it's not the one that I think where they usually just like mash it up completely. Yeah. So it's a small mm-hmm. bit. But then there's other places they put like chorizo con papa, which I guess it from the health oh, that, view. That's where the sour cream's from. <laughs> chorizo con papa Are we on a taco But the thing Wait no but not on a taco though I can't have it on a taco So like the thing The thing with that is I guess it's the um, To take up the juice Of the chorizo But that's the best part Of the chorizo It's the juices Because that's what makes it listen, So delicious Listen AJ AJ Since you're a chorizo lover here Do you like it Like a little bit burnt Because I love my chorizo Like a little bit burnt Like when it's like, when it's, like Crunchy a Yeah bit? when it's crunchy nah, Yeah uh-uh. yeah Really nah. you don't nah, wow, I don't okay. Well like Never mind. Berries, Like <laughs> Can't Can't Canceled. Never mind. <laughs> Next, I, I even go. I, I I just don't know how you guys because oh look like chorizo. Like, you know what sounds good, really good? good? Hell, like, like when you think uh, chorizo for me, like uh, freaking uh, a guaracha de chorizo sounds so good. Or wait, you guys ever had uh, a sopa de chorizo? Yeah, like that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, but it is but amazing, if you're telling me I can only get four tacos. Chorizo is not gonna be on there. Like not. it's not even gonna. Really? It's not even gonna, be, wow. it's not even gonna be my top ten. I'll tell you that straight up. Wow, no, it's not even not. gonna be my top ten. See, that's where we we just can't agree. I, like, I, so, I, so, I, so, I, so, what is your number one then? 
You haven't told us. I'm, I'm such a basic bitch. I will get just... Oh, carne asada. Oh, carne asada? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, stick. It's the same yeah. thing. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. You, you, it, please, whoever goes down to Mexico and, and, and you don't want people to know that you're from the U.S., don't go to a taco stand and ask for carne asada. Then they will yes. know exactly where you're from. Exactly. Uh, it's it's stick. Or else you will be... You, you You'll be crucified, will, son. Yeah. You will... You, <laughs> yeah, you'll be crucified. Your cover will be blown mm-hmm. and there. But yes, be steak. I don't know. It's just, but I'm, I mean, I like lingua. Um, cabeza lingua. is really good. I hate lingua. I don't a, like lingua. A pastor lingua, is lingua really is good. Nice. My father loves lingua. It's good. It's good. Dylan can yeah. attest to that. Yeah. I, I, that's what my tacos are. But AJ's over here calling me out on some bullshit that he can't even. <laughs> can't even <laughs> I have no evidence. I mean, I mean, I go to. Cilantro. I go nah. to. The, I get the, I go to the same taqueria every time and it, I ask for lengua ta- tacos de lengua and mm. then they put obviously the lengua then they put cabbage and they put cilantro and maybe yo you should go into your own office but and then and then they give me they give me like a red chile and then they give me a green chile and I put both of those mm. and I squeeze my lime on them so so um that's the next question red salsa verde or salsa roja oh green, I like 100%. Mm. The thing is, I like putting both on my tacos. Unless, like, unless it's chipotle. I like chipotle's red sauce better. Mm, chipotle, chipotle's good. Chipotle's really good. You guys put guac on your tacos? No. No. Uh, no, but I know that like if I go down to TJ and ask for tacos, they definitely will put guac on there. And I'm just like... Guac on the side? I was like, no, yeah. on the taco. Oh, you put it on the, oh no, I asked for they, all my sauces on the side, just so I can... No, like they, the, they, 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 they just, you know, they taco and like they grease up the tortilla with like, you know, and they put the meat, and then they just like put their cilantro, cebolla, the sauce, and then guac. guac. I'm just like, I didn't ask for that. But uh, you guys continue, continue. Okay. No, I mean that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm I just don't want to get slander from my tacos because apparently nah, I'm, I'm go using back to your office. Go to your office. Okay, okay. So, 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 so off the taco conversation now. Now we're now we're talking Mexican food. What's another Mexican dish that you guys would love if tacos was excluded from your life? Birria? Uh, I'd say birria. Menudo? I like menudo. Menudo, menudo, pozole. I, I, I like birria. You so. like pozole? Never had pozole in my life, actually. What? Nope. What? I'm Dylan? picky. I, I'm I, picky. I take menudo or pozole. I, uh, <laughs> you never had pozole in your life before? Nah, me. Nah, I, I, I just think what what caught me off guard, which I didn't know. I think I think I had this conversation with uh, Gary and Ivan. And uh-huh. Ivan, um, I didn't know there was like different color. Like there was a green pozole, there was like a white pozole. Well, everything's just white. It's just it's the, the sauce that you that you add. Oh to yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that, that's that's where I got confused. I just oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, AJ, what what is it about pozole that you don't like? No, I uh, know it's just me just being a really picky eater. Because um, uh, what is all? Uh, he don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna like it. I think just with the stuff that has in there, I'm like, yeah, no. Eh. What does it have in it that you that you might not like? It has- so, mention it, mention yeah, everything. No, no, like say like what's in um in uh, pozole that you, that's usually in there. Well, I mean, that's just I mean there there's a there's obviously the chicken that I have in there. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit of chicken in there, the sauce, the cilantro, the the cebolla, uh, el 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 diente that goes in there too as well. Um, it's all it's all good stuff. Is there is there like um peas in there, like chickpeas in there like in that? Nah, or, um... I've never had chickpeas in my pozole. Because no. there, I think that's why I see from someone. Some people told me I was like, I'm not gonna like it. If you mention as is, then I'm like, I might like actually just give it um a try. 
open yeah, it yourself because like i'm gonna tell you i know here's the thing um was it last last year yeah i actually had tamale for the first time last year a tamale for the first time <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> my 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 guy's gonna eat uh, his pozole tamale with uh, lettuce and sacrum on top of it. Shut up! Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, yo, nah, chief, ain't it? All right, let me BRB because I'm uh, because my pad's about my MacBook's about that. I'm joining on the iPad. Yo, what's about to die? Nah, I'm about to um join on here on the iPad, like on Streamyard, because my oh, MacBook's okay, about okay. to die. All right, sir. Texas Roadhouse. Ever been there? I have been to Texas Roadhouse, but nothing compares to like a good old barbecue place. Like, oh, Cougar definitely, yeah, no, yeah, I would, yeah. I would yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like, I like to go to Texas Roadhouse. I think everybody likes to go for the for the bread and uh, cinnamon butter. Yes, but, uh-huh. yeah, of exactly. Course. And but you know, I mean, I I think they got you know some great food, some decent food. But like, mm-hmm. if I had to choose something like you know a Cooper's over Texas definitely. Roadhouse, you know, hundred percent. Bus- those small businesses are always gonna be uh, like hit more at home just because. Oh yeah. Small and compared to Texas Road, I was just a little bit more, I guess, in a commercial sense. Yeah. Um, but but nonetheless, great food though. Uh, AJ, um, do you like pulled pork? Never had it. What the hell? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's it. Um. Yeah. So. Um, That's it. So food definitely not not a not a strong suit of yours, AJ. And uh, okay. I, yeah, I'll I took him off. I'll yeah, took him off. That was it. Yeah. That that, that was, was that was that was the last straw. That's a that last shot. I mean, oh, okay. I mean for first it was my tacos, man. Come on, okay. like slandering the tacos, yeah, slandering my tacos. Like yeah. I don't, I don't saw, I don't, I don't see where you see sour cream, but you know that that's his eyes. Apparently, maybe he needs some glasses, but and he's still muted. See, he, he, he's still muted. <laughs> AJ, is <laughs> what w- was there sour cream on Dylan's tacos? San Jesus Santísimo. Let me look back at it just to make sure my eyes are not deceiving. Either way, they just look like an ugly ass taco. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were. There's no sour cream. Unbelievable. In, in terms of Mexican food, though, in, in Texas, I do want to go down to the Rio Grande Valley and try try the try Mexican food down there. Try Mexican food, yeah. Because because I mean, like, I I mean, I don't I don't I'm not saying it's not, but like you know, just from my, what I read on Twitter from people I follow that are that live down there, you know, whether they work in news or just whatever, you know, they're saying like that's that's the king of Mexican food. It's down there in, in the in the valley, and so yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just like dying to go down there eventually and you know try something out or you know whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, definitely. Where AJ is from, actually, here in, in New York City, Brooklyn's kind of considered like the place to go for Mexican food. They have uh they have two two great spots. Uh, I'm pretty sure Age is very familiar with uh Matamoras and El Bronco. Uh yes. so uh so definitely food from there is definitely king. Um I know during the well obviously in this pandemic right now, um going for takeout over there, I had to wait almost an hour and a half to get my order just because they were just backed up on on every single thing. So so def- yeah, there's definitely some good Mexican spots. So the only thing that sucks is I have to pay a toll to go get there because it's yeah, on. It's I have to cross a bridge, and uh, uh, it's uh, it's not that far from me. It's only twenty <clears> minutes <throat> away from me. But to pay twenty dollars in toll, uh, just for food, it's uh, it seems a little bit absurd. But uh, but whenever I'm in the mood and I feel like spoiling myself a little bit, uh, I'll, I'll head down there. See, if, see, if you want, if you want Tex-Mex, now these are the uh, AJ. Tex-Mex. I'm telling yeah. you right now, these are the tacos you get with, you know, your tomatoes, your lettuce, your yes, salad. yes, yes, yes. You know, okay. I I, no, no, no. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. <laughs> I'm still talking. So, so if you want that, and just Tex-Mex in general, king of Tex-Mex in Texas is San Antonio. 
So yes. they, like, so like, here's the thing. Like, it's go with some stuff. You just have like, like my less and um, um, less and tomatoes like tacos, like with hearts. So like San Loco here in New York. That's what it is. It's like Tex Mex. Like you have a bit. It's like on like on a tortilla, whatever. I'm like, yeah, we cannot have that. Uh huh. That that was a hard pass for me. Apparently, that. apparently, I had it that time, but I didn't. I don't know. Tex-Mex for me it has never been a, a go-to or like or like something I, I I look forward to eating. I don't know. I feel like there's other things that are can fill my appetite than Tex-Mex. Oh no, no, for definitely for sure, for sure. But I'm I'm just saying, like you know, I think you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, misconceptions with uh, Mexican food uh, here in Texas because you know, obviously. I think a good example is Shay Serrano. You know, he posts a lot of stuff and he said Mexicans are perfect and like this is great Mexican food. But obviously, like I look at it and I'm from Texas and I and I, I could just tell right off the bat that like no, like that's that's Tex Mex. That's not Mexican mm-hmm. food. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's just a lot of misconceptions because I oh, mean, 100%. You know, I mean, because you come out here to the Permian Basin, like even if you, you just keep going west to El Paso and like I already talked about the valley, like you're you're gonna find like real Mexican food. It's not gonna be Tex Mex, but you know, it's just whenever like Shay does that, you know, that, that just kind of leaves a big misconception for for uh, for us. Definitely. Um, if, uh, I don't think that's even a Texas thing. I think that's just nationwide because here as well. They, they, they tell me, oh, listen, I, I went to this great Mexican spot or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, really, what do you have? And then they start naming all these things and what the ingredients they have. And I'm like, um, yeah, that's not really Mexican food. That's more of a yeah. Tex-Mex thing. And then um, they're like, oh, so this is like, if I go to Mexico, this is not what, you, what we're going to eat. I'm like, no, definitely not. Yeah. 100% the complete opposite, actually. Yeah. And, then I, and then I start naming what, what, you know, what we would normally eat. And then they're just like, mm, that seems a little bit bland. And I'm like, it's not really that bland because it's just... I guess we're just so used to like the flavors and like how we were raised and uh, just we're just more accustomed to the ingredients that go on traditional Mexican food than than what they have. But um, but yeah, definitely. I think that misconception is, I think, nationwide, honestly. Yeah, yeah, no, I 100 percent agree with you. It's just uh, um, it's it's just to me, um, it's just like it's just like a a culture, too, for me. In a, in a sense, you know, I kind of, I kind of live out too, because obviously uh, I have uh, my, my Mexican heritage, my family comes from Mexico, obviously. And so like, you know, I have that food, but then like, you know, I also live like a Texas culture, you know, where, you know, Tex-Mex is kind of uh, ring, range king in a lot of part of the States and not in, not in the state, but within the state. Mm-hmm. So AJ, what's your take on Tex-Mex? Do you like it? I mean, I've tried some of the food from it. It's pretty delicious. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's something I'd, I'd have, depending on the day, really. If there's, like, nothing else that I really want, and Tex-Mex is something there, then sure, I'd have some. Mm-hmm. Now, how, when you guys order Chinese takeout, what do you guys get? Oh. No, you guys are oh, not wait, just no, going no, to jump wait, to Chinese Before we go to Chinese, though, freaking, um, what's your opinion on Tex-Mex, Ivan? Um, well, I, I want to revert a little bit oh, earlier okay. to the conversation okay. you guys were having about pozole. Um, I, I, I forgot you had us in your ear the whole time. Uh, that is my favorite. My, <laughs> yeah, in my ear the whole time. Uh, I, we actually were, were uh, nice. I just bought dinner for the, man. Uh, man, for the family. Man. So I was uh, doing that right now. Um, mm. Pozole is my favorite dish of all time. Like, I will eat it if it's 110 Dando. degrees or if it's minus five degrees. I will eat that nonstop. Um, 
yet I'm I'm so basic when it comes to my pozole, and it, I I know there's so many stuff, but for me it's just uh it, it's I don't even put lettuce or anything. I put um yes I like uh, I like the salsa yes mm-hmm. uh, it's like this red salsa you put it on um I, I add a little bit of tapatillo and then I add tahin. And that is how, and of course, limon and everything, but that is, that, that is my, I don't, I don't really put any like uh, oregano, I sometimes I'll put it just, you know, add a little bit more flavor, but mm. no, that I, is I love a little oregano in mine, in mine, definitely, definitely you, uh, squeeze, squeeze a little lemon in it to give it a little bit, you know, yeah. more of a sweeter taste. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people uh, think, think I'm crazy, crazy for putting, for putting that I've heat. never heard of it before, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you have to well, try it. You have to try it in order to give it. Like I put tahini okay, on my well, supermaru chan no, too. Well, People that, thought I was crazy, and they tried it. My supermaru chan. People call me crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, the that's what I'm thinking. That's what, that's what I'm thinking, right? So I was like, "What the fuck?" But uh, but yeah, I've never heard of. I I put tahini on my fruit. I just never put it in like a, on a pozole or a supermaru though. Next time you do try it, I'll, I will. I, I will. You know, see, that, that's one thing that I think all of us can agree that I can't say I don't like it if I've never tried it. You know, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. You know, like, uh, but definitely, if you if you you say it's good and you give good recommendations, I'll, I'll try it. I mean, what what can hurt? I don't shot. like it. I, I don't eat, I don't eat it again. You know. Yeah, pretty much. Give it a shot. But exactly. going back to the first question, which was the text mix. Um, huge shout out to our good friend Ricky, who lives out in uh, Dallas. Dylan, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Dick took Rick. us to Dick Rick. Shout out to my man. Uh, took us to this, I mean, amazing place. What was it called, Dylan? Oh, uh, Pecan Lodge. The, no, not the Pecan Lodge. Where we went on Sunday. Oh. Morning, we, we went to have. Um, I don't remember where that was. I don't remember what, what it was. I can't remember the name, but Jesus was that, that good. Buffet? <laughs> that, it, was, it was a buffet of Tex-Mex. Just uh, pure Tex-Mex. I think me and I went back for like three, three different plates. <laughs> <laughs> and we were embarrassed at one point. We're like, we're the only ones getting about back to back to back. Like, uh, do we have to chill for a second? But um, great food. Great food. Um, I, I think it has a lot of negative connotation because people don't think of it as actual Mexican food. Right. And it, it's, it's, get, it's gotten this kind of negative connotation of like, oh, that's just an imposter Mexican food. Mm-hmm. But I think in the sense, if, if, you, if you truly go and accept it for what it is, then it's good. If you find good Tex-Mex, it's good Tex-Mex, you know? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's what I have on Tex-Mex before we start jumping into Chinese food, because Chinese food is really good, too. You um, see, okay, okay, the, okay I, I'll say this to start off Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yet to really find a good Chinese spot Ooh, here okay, in see. Texas. Okay, and okay. I agree with that. Okay. okay and, I believe and, you, actually. And in, the, the only place I really, really go to I don't go often is maybe like a Panda Express, but obviously that that's just like fast food. But like mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't find a good spot unless like I go visit my family in Las Vegas or like we drive out to California. Like from like there, like you know, I, I'm pretty basic when it comes to Chinese food still. But like you know, like yeah, me too. There, there, like you know, I I I I'll chow down on it, no problem. Like you know, I, I like it, but like I'm not like I'm not like crazy about it though. Like I won't go too crazy. I'm, like I said, I'm basic. Yeah, I'm basic too. Don't worry. I think it's I, I don't know, and and this is why I would love it for you guys to come down to California because I think the palate taste of what you guys would get here, not just Chinese food, but I think Mexican food as well. Like I would really, I, I really truly want our tacos to go head to head with what you guys have had because 
I think Dylan can attest to this because Dylan, you've had tacos from LA. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a game changer. You see, but but the thing is, like, I don't know if you remember what I was telling a uh, a uh, Christian. I, I don't think AJ, I think AJ slipped away for a second too. But you know, it's just you, you you have so many different parts of Texas. Like, obviously, you have North Texas. You have the Panhandle. Obviously, here I am. You know, in the Permian Basin, you have the Rio Grande Valley, which a lot of people say is the king of Mexican food and, you know, the best uh, tacos you're going to get. And I, I haven't had that. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to make that, make that a, a, a comparison because you, you go to all these different places and, you know, they're all going to be different. Okay. No, that's a, that's a fair valid point. But like I said, I truly want you guys to come down over here because we have great Chinese food. We have great um, Mexican food. I, I I mean, we have some really good food down here. Mm-hmm. And um, the Lakers. I don't know. Uh, huh? And the Lakers. We do. We have the Lakers, baby. Let's go. Uh, which hopefully are going to be back to their continuously winning ways. We'll see. But, um, you know, I, I will say this, though. I don't think we have the best steak here. I'm sure that uh, New York definitely and, and Texas ruled that department. But we have some pretty good food. So I'm excited for when you guys come down. There's a lot of good places to try out. Um so many things in i think I, I think talking about um steak dylan this is a conversation you wanted to have um this is a conversation i think we had um with uh with gotti and, and tom we did. We did. um but i i think dylan wants to get uh wants to revisit it because i think um it's interesting to see how people eat their steak so aj we'll start off with you how do you have your steak well done Oh, oh come on, man! Everyone is always that, that was the last strike. That was the last strike, AJ. I'm sorry. You're on. You're officially on Listen. Dylan's bad side. Yeah, for real. I was about to say that you and Dylan just became worse enemies after that. No, you can't. You can't let a perfectly good piece of meat that came from a cow that sacrificed its life to fucking no. eat it well done. <laughs> like what the fuck? Everyone fucking roasts me for having. Everything well done. You might burgers. Yeah, now nah, I'm out. at this point. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, it's okay, AJ. Have you tried it? Have you tried it uh, any other way? Or are oh, you man. afraid not to? I'm. Just, I. It's just for like for the health purposes. But I just like it well done. Just don't like the. Ju- just don't like having like you know like. Um, that, that, it, we're gonna rare. we're gonna go to a steakhouse. I'm I'm gonna give you a peace of mind because I I think I I think I fall into a very good well balance. I think you'll like it. I'll give you a peace of mind. If you don't like it, you never have to eat it again. But at least you have to try it. All right? One piece is not going to be the end of the world. Uh, but, okay. Well, AJ's definitely already just completely messed this segment up. Um, wow. Just like I, I messed up the America games. I got you. Oh, AJ. You, there's much to learn, young Padawan. Much to learn. Um, but he, now I revert the question to you, Christian. How do you like your steak? Medium well. That's where I was going to. Yeah, medium I, I like well. mine medium that, that, well. That, that, that's the one under uh, well done, right? Yeah. Right? That's yes. the one before. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's how mm-hmm. I like it, yeah. Medium well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want a little bit of pink in there? Just a little bit. Not, not too much. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've, I've had it. I've had it well done. That, I, that's how I normally have had it. Until one day, like you said, I, I tried medium well. They were like, listen, you're eating it wrong. I'm like, how am I eating this wrong? It's food, no? Yeah, but there's different ways of eating it. I'm like, really? Like, yes, just try this. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. So, uh, so I, I, I got the piece. I, I did it with, you know, I put whatever I needed to put on it. And I ate it and I was like, oh, crap, this is 10 times better. What the hell? What have I been missing? So ever since then, um, I've had it medium well. Dylan? Uh, medium. 
medium. Yeah, now that that, that, okay. that is the true okay. Texan right All there. Right. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Now I'm curious. Now, what is it about medium that attracts you so much to it? Um, to me, it's uh, it's I don't know. It it just tastes it just tastes right. Like I for a long time, I always used to eat it uh uh medium medium well. And, you know, I, I just, I just started eating, eating it more and more and more. I'm just like, man, like, you know, there's no, there's, it's not really juicy. It's not really tender. It's just kind of a little stiff, you know, and it's just there. Like, it, there's nothing like great about it anymore. And so I, I knocked it down. Like, okay, let's go to medium. And like, just right there, like, it's just perfect for me. Like, uh, um, depending on how it's cooked though, too, it, it can't just be any steak, obviously. Um, because like, you know, like I said, I like, I like it juicy. I like it, uh, you know tender you know like i like it soft you know to where when i cut into it you know it, it just is gonna cut just nice and, and crisp you know and i don't mm. have to like like kind of like force myself right there like you know just like oh like cut this bitch you know, <laughs> yeah. you know uh you know like a like a medium well uh or well done so uh uh to me like medium is just like right there for me what do you like that, that, that's gotta like be our nice, next evolution uh, yeah i was about to say you what do you like a nice ribeye nice flank steak a nice t-bone um I like a good ribeye. I really like do. A I like a ribeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a ribeye for me. Yeah. I heard you guys good. talking earlier about pulled pork. Oh, yes. Pulled pork. Oh, yes. I, I, I just yeah, got to man. We love pulled pork. AJ, you got to get some. Oh, yes, AJ. You have to get some. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 think, I think once we all get together, we're definitely going to open AJ's palate into, you know, a, a whole different world. Because there is a lot of stuff that uh, we've mentioned that you haven't tried. And you got to, man. Pool pork is definitely on 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 the top ten list right there. Um, from the yeah, right I, place, from the right place. Yeah, obviously, but I think uh, I think it's interesting though the development of of Dylan's uh, you know steak eating that I think we eventually have to go there, uh, Christian. I think like you mentioned, we have to try a medium. Yeah, yeah I'll try a medium. medium. Why not? If yeah, I don't like dude. it, I'll give it to a- Dylan. I'm pretty sure Dylan will eat it. <laughs> He's like, Dylan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna eat it. You ain't got to tell me twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, interesting. Um, but you, yeah. Now, now that you were going with that, and I'll, I'll let you carry on, but I, I do want to have this conversation. I think it'd be interesting for people to hear this story, or at least this game that you played, Christian, which I think is a, is a really fascinating one. And then it really speaks to 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 the person that you are. Talk to me more about this, uh, you know, kind of Russian roulette that you and, and your close friends do at a restaurant where you guys. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Credit card, card roulette. roulette. Credit yes. Card roulette. Talk yes, to me more boy. about this because All right. uh, I I have questions. Yes. Yeah, so go to a restaurant with obviously your group of friends, your close friends, right? And you know. We'll, we'll, I don't do this with this group because, like I said, this is a group that I've been hanging out with for like the majority of my life. Um, so we you know we all, you know, we we're all close like that. So um, go to a restaurant, six, seven of us. Um, we, you know, we order, we order, order our stuff or whatever. So then the bill comes. Bill comes usually to around maybe upwards of four hundred dollars, maybe. Uh, sometimes. Um, that was my question. That's my question. That was, wait, first of all, first of all. That four hundred dollar bill would probably happen maybe once or twice. Thank God I didn't get it. Normally though, on average though, the bill's not. It maybe 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 just barely hits two hundred. Maybe and that's just maybe. But I know like they're under one seventy, one eighty. But bill comes. Um, whatever. We'll, we'll leave it at two hundred in the middle. Two hundred dollars. Um, so we're like, okay, 
who's gonna pay? Right. So we all we all like, okay, you know, let's just take out our credit cards. Um, we we put it in a pile. Uh, and then we asked the, the way it's usually a waitress that comes over and says, okay, um, how, how you guys want to pay? And we'll say, we'll say credit card. She's like, okay, which one? And then we were like, okay, no, that's where you come in. I'm like, she's, and then everyone's like, oh, okay, that's fine. So, cause they didn't know what's going to happen. So, um, one of us holds up the cards, uh, kind of in like, in a, just like in a card way. And then we tell her just pick one. And then whichever one she picks, that person has to pay for the whole, for the whole meal. Um, <laughs> it's it, it happened to me once. Wasn't that bad? Maybe like a hundred and forty dollars, but it wasn't. It's not that bad actually. Um, it's bad when you have to pay uh two times in a row or three times in a row than that. But after one person got it twice, we told each other that okay, that person doesn't have to pay for the next one. You know, so like we go one, two, three, one and two. I pay. That means I don't. I don't my card doesn't get uh, inserted for number three. So that means well, like one of you guys would have to pay. So everyone usually has to pay. It's just it, it's a fun game we like to play though. It's a stressful <laughs> one. <laughs> just for one for sure but uh but it's it's definitely fun and, and you'll we always get a, a a kick or two out of it that just sounds a lot of fun and then uh it, it, it's just it's fascinating because to me when you tell me this story and when you first told me this story i was blown away by the creativity one of, of you guys doing that mm-hmm. it really speaks to how close that you guys are which is great yeah. um two the pressure that is put on the waitress. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I want to know what's going through her mind. Like, like, uh, wait, like you know, like she is the deciding fate of yeah, whoever's right. card she chooses. Yeah, but like the thing is with with us, like we know not to go overboard because, like, you know, some people that I know go out and then they start ordering this, 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 this and that, like stuff that they don't even like even touch at the end of the night, or they order an excessive amount of drinks. Um, we're not like that. We know that we, we go there, we, we get our dish, we get like a little appetizer that we all agree on. Then we get like our, our respectively like two, two to three drinks. And then that, that's it. You know, we, we were never the ones to like abuse of, of us yeah. not having to pay because, you know, one person's meal could be more than another. So it's not really fair, you know, but, um, you know, it's, it, it doesn't happen a lot because we don't really go out like that as a friend group a lot. But when it does happen, um, it's it, it's just a little fun game to play. And Hard you know, roulette. Yeah, so I like it. I like it. We're definitely gonna do it. Um, I have a feeling Dylan's gonna lose. Um, <laughs> on Dylan, so whatever. On Dylan. I mean, I, um, I don't I don't make much as a journalist, guys. So I mean, <laughs> we, we, might, we we probably need to start washing dishes as soon as my cards get. Bang. <laughs> You guys want to know the funniest story? It's, 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 true, it's a true story. I can't tell you where we were, but we were at an establishment. It was me and uh, it, me and my co- me and my two coworkers. We uh, we went out for the night. All right, um, guys, I just realized I didn't put up my groceries. Oops. <laughs> no, I'll be back. Wait, wait, hold up. Let let the story go. I promise you, it's not gonna take long, and then you can okay. go. Okay. So we Harry um, the, the meat run. Oh god! <laughs> so 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 we're out. Uh, we're out. We're we're gonna out go with the drinks, and then uh, supposedly my friend. We it's Friday. We just got paid, right? So so my coworker was like, "Order what you guys want." First one's on me. So we ordered. He gave the card to the to to the bartender, and then he left because he had to go to the restroom. Bartender chick comes back. He's still in the restroom. She's like, "Hey guys, I'm sorry, but the card declined." Now I was like, oh God. <laughs> so so I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, it's fine. So I gave her my card, whatever, right? And 
And so he comes back. He's like, oh, cool. You guys got your drinks and all that stuff, right? Like, he feels all great and everything that he paid for. It. And I was like, all right, look, man, here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> your card declined. So I, you might want to start checking up on that because we just got paid today, my guy. Uh, he's like, what? Are you serious? And so he checked. And then uh, so the reason the card got declined was because of the place where we were at. It wasn't a usual hangout spot for him. So obviously, you know, they were like, why is he here? He doesn't really go here. And it and it declined and everything. Uh, but it was just one of those nights where it was just like, it's one of those awkward moments where you're just like, hey, it's okay. I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to put up this stuff and then I'm going to, I have a question that I want to ask out uh, in terms of like, you know, somebody buying you something at a okay. bar or something. Right. Yeah. But let me do this first. You know what? Uh, that, that's like something I, I kind of let's talk about. Now we're on the topic of bars or whatever. Um, I've only really been to a bar maybe three times in my life. Yeah, three oh. times. I'm 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 about to, I'm about to be 22, and I think um yeah I'm about to be 22. Um, and I would think I've been there three times, and I think those three times happened like in three consecutive weeks. So and that and that was pre-COVID. That was like around like January, December-ish. Um, so yeah, I've never really been to a bar like that. You know, I'm trying to think if I've ever been to a true bar bar. Because I've obviously I've gone out I've, and, and you go like oh let's go have some drinks and but eventually you go get the drinks and it's kind of more like it's not a bar it's more like a night club type of thing yeah I know what you mean drinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not an actual bar because I think a bar is a whole different a whole, a whole yeah. different atmosphere all that stuff oh, of I don't course, know if I've yeah. truly been at a bar bar I mean um okay so I, I want to go wine tasting. Oh, why? Yeah, that's something I definitely want to do. Wine tasting is definitely on, on my bucket list. Uh, I know there's a place in Jersey, uh, that uh, with like the king of, of wines over there. So I definitely have to check it out. But before we, for a, uh, before Dylan tells the story, um, I need to know your your preference of beer when you go to a bar. Oh, dude, it's Modelo. Modelo, okay. Dylan. Shinerbach, dude. Oh, Shinerbach, yeah. I can it attest is. to that. <laughs> is it you good? I, I, I never had one. Is it good? I mean, it, it doesn't. You don't. You don't have that that dark uh, beer taste to it. Okay. It's smooth, and and in some ways, it it tastes like caramel a little bit. Mm, I don't know if okay. like caramel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it it's not it's not heavy on the dark on the dark beer taste. You can taste it a little bit, but like. Um, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, okay. it's smooth. Mm-hmm. So, I prefer Modelo too. Um, that's definitely my choice. Uh, but a close second is definitely Blue Moon. Uh, oh, Blue Moon's a summer beer for me, dude. Blue Blue Moon is definitely a, a beer that I, I can drink. For I, me. I can drink it. Really, no, orangey for me. Yeah, yeah that, that that's what a lot of people say. To to for me. It, it gets too orangey for me, like like after two or three. Like this really, should, really, no. I just think a whole a whole six just with no problems no, 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 at all. No, no, no. Okay. I, it's, more, it's more like a summer beer for me. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it definitely hits. I think old beer hits. It just hits different in the summer, you know. Yeah. AJ, I'm asking you because I know I know of you. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Dylan, continue with your story, my friend. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's not really a story. Oh, the, the question. Yeah, the question. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a question. Okay, so like, obviously, like Ivan said that his friend was going to pay for the first round uh, for the drinks when they went out. But like, let's let's just say like, you know, you know, uh, a Christian, a good example is whenever I do card roulette. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, you're going to do card roulette. 
uh, is, but like just in general to this question, but if you're going out to eat with somebody and they're going to pay for it and you know, they're going to pay for it. Do you do your, do you, is, it maybe it's, maybe it's common sense too. And, you know, obviously, you know, with our society, it's, it's just obvious to do this, but, uh, uh, do you, uh, try to get like the least expensive meal in a way? Like, do you try to, you try to like keep yourself like on a little budget for yourself on eating whenever, you know, somebody's going to pay for it? Definitely. Um, and to to my point where I made earlier, when I said to talk about my friends and we were like, um, like we all know what to get. We all, we all get a dish, a little bit of appetizers or whatever, or drinks. And that's that. But, um, definitely though, when, when it comes to like, I guess, appetizers in a sense, I tend to not get one only because I know that's gonna, that, that's another, well, I don't know how it is for you guys over there, but for us, like an appetizer costs maybe upwards of $15 for one. Uh, so, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know it, 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 it gets expensive after after a little bit. So, um, so just to me, and and if I if I know I'm not paying, I tend to just not get one, just go with my dish. And and if obviously, if the person you know, if I, if I see the bill's a little bit pricier at the end, I'll always offer it, you know, can, can I give you this much or whatever, just to cover cover this or whatever. Um, so but I'm definitely more of that mindset too, that like I, I try to lower the budget in a sense. I, I I understand where Christian's coming from, because um, I'll do something similar. Um, it, well, I mean, if if I know that if if I know that they're gonna pay for someone for for me, um, I try to go to a place where I know at least the bill won't come up high, right? Like for me, that's that's like okay, like they'll be like, oh, let's go get something to eat. It's my treat. I'm like. Fuck it, let's go to McDonald's. Like we'll go get chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like I'm definitely like that. Yes. Right. I'm not gonna be like mm-hmm. let's go to freaking Olive Garden or Applebee's or like Chili's or stuff like that, right? Because I know the price is gonna be higher. Um, because I, I've I've come from I've come from a very struggling family that I know how difficult it has been to even fathom going out, right, and, and paying for something mm-hmm. upwards than. 40 50 60 dollars right and you talk about california christian you know how you, when you talked about those app, app prices, i was like yeah that sounds about right yeah you know? mm-hmm. um no, not for you doing no it must be nice <laughs> uh shoot i'm trying to think because it just kind of depends on uh on, on the place too obviously mm-hmm. and obviously what's on their menu for an appetizer but um i think you know if you if you go to uh a mexican restaurant for example and you want like uh, like chips and queso I don't know. I mean, like it, to me, it's still pretty pricey, but it's not like upwards of fifteen dollars. But like, it's like six bucks, maybe. Yeah. Just, just like yeah. chips. It's reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I I think to my eyes, but because we were talking about going out, I thought we were talking about like a little bit more of fancier places in the sense, uh, like just yeah, so, like th- like 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 that's that's where my head. Right. Goes yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But but like for me, that's what I try to avoid. If someone is oh definitely yeah mm-hmm, right, definitely. um, because. Because if you flip it around, if I'm paying, I'm like, just give whatever you want. Like, oh, yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah, right? yeah. like, like, it's just like, because I, I, I know what it was, because I, I know what it was like. Like, like all my friends in, in high school, they had like an allowance, right? Like, they would have like 20, 40 bucks with them, whatever. And I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd invite me to go out. And, and, and I was like, I don't have any money. Like, you know, and, and I didn't want to go out. And and stuff, but they would go and they treat me, and and we would, sometimes we'd go to uh, Taco Bell, um, and I would always, 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 always just get the value meal, 
because I knew that at, at most it was going to come out to like. Three. Listen, I think I think all of but everyone's head nodding. I think we're we're all on the same boat. I think we've all been there at one point. So um, definitely, yeah, it yeah. was for me. It was always like just you know, um, I was like, and, and it, it always felt like you know a bit uncomfortable. So that's why now that I can go, like, and we'll go out and like, I'll get it or like you mm-hmm. know, definitely. If, if we go somewhere like. Like I like like now that I actually have something and 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 I actually you know make a, a decent amount of uh, of cash for myself. I'm just like you know if, if we're going out like don't even bother. Like right now, like you know like like my dad was like oh let me give you my card. Like no, I got it. Like don't even worry about it. Like 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 you know it's it's on me. Like it doesn't matter like what that price is at the end of the day. Get what you want. Be happy with it. If you like it, get it. Cool and that's it. Don't even think about the prices. And I think we've had this conversation before, too, when we talked to mm -hmm. our very good friends, Miss Gotti and Tom. And when Mm -hmm. I tell them, like, you know, and they're they're like, oh, my God, they're like, I I don't know if we would if we would get something like this. I was like, don't even look at the prices. Look at the food. Yeah. And and if if, if that's the case, just don't worry about it. My mom always said to me, like, about the price, she's like, are you going to eat the money or are you going to eat the food? Like, what is it? It's like the food. She's like, yeah, so, like, don't worry so much about the money. Then you want you need to, like, eat because it's important for you. You eat food. So just get mm-hmm. what you want and that's it. Don't worry about Definitely. the price. And then later on, I was like, you're right, actually. Just get what you want. Yeah. Go in. Yeah. If I if if I learned anything, it was from my uh, from my padrino because he would sometimes invite us out to eat, like you know, and and we knew when he was there he was paying. So, uh, so it it was always he was always like, he's like, don't even look at the prices. He's yeah, like, no. for what? He's like, just get what you want. Definitely. Um, I I think I'm the same boat with you, Ivan. I think growing up, I wasn't definitely well. My family, in a sense, all all of us weren't really in the best financial position. Um, growing up, um, I'm blessed to say that, you know, I think like all of us that, you know, we, we make a, a decent amount of, of income to, 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 to do what, what we can do now, like go out and have, and have a good time, I guess. And even, even sometimes even get the bill for everybody. Um, and it's definitely the people I surround myself with that also have been through the same struggles. So I think it's just, you know, easier for us to kind of enjoy the night more than, um, than kind of just like dwell upon on, oh, okay. Um. Damn, you know, I only, I only, I only have this much money, so I only, I only could afford this and this. So, um, it's definitely, it's definitely something that it's, it's a, it's a privilege. It's definitely a, a blessing to be able to say, listen, I can, I can, I can get the bill this time, or I can pay for you this time. Don't worry about it. So, um, I guess just growing up and experiencing what you already know and applying it to just grow yourself is, is definitely a, a valuable thing in life. It is. And, and, and it's such a simple thing as food, you know? Yeah, I know. It's, and, like, and, it's, and it's a shame because a lot of people, you know, aren't in the position that, you know, we are now. Uh, but, but, like, but like you said, Ivan, though, we, we weren't always in this position, right? So uh, it's, it, it definitely feels a little, a little bit better now knowing that I'm, I'm able to do some of these things, you know? Definitely, dude. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you. But... Gentlemen, I think we've kind of run our course a little bit here. We definitely <laughs> have flowers. to. We have to. We have to definitely do this again. Um, hopefully, people enjoyed the conversation. I think there's yeah. a lot of stuff to talk about. But uh, thank you guys for coming out. It was uh, very random. Like you guys have no idea how spontaneous this conversation yeah. just uh, happened to make. Uh, but uh, thank you guys. Uh, any last words before we kind of sign off? Um, no. Okay. Wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your mask. We're still we're still in the pandemic. Yeah. Stay safe. I know well, all, all those people out, out there celebrating uh, Biden's win kind of scares me, even though they're wearing masks. 
Yeah, it, it yeah, is a little scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, this was great. We have to do it more. Um, it's 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 a great way for the listeners to get to know us, and it's a great way for us to get to know each other even more. Even though you guys think we uh, we know everything by now, but we don't. Every day we find something new about each other. But that does it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little extra edition of the Eagle Eye Podcast, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys very very soon, gentlemen. We have a little bit of a vacation because of the Ligia. Uh, not me and AJ though. We have a. Uh, we have uh, quite the week coming up for America Feminine. We also have a classical Ooh. in a couple of uh, a couple of days as well. So, with that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Wear your masks, stay safe, and as always, as always, you guys are amazing. Good night now, ladies and gentlemen. This was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.